Hello and welcome to the Divine Renovation Podcast, where we seek to inspire and equip you to bring your parish from maintenance to mission. My name is Dan O'Rourke, and it's summer, and you are in our Summer Shorts series, where we look to bring you the very best moments of our episodes from the past season. Join Ron and Father James and I today as we talk to Melanie from Faith Perceptions. Her ministry goes into churches and parishes to try and experience what it's like to come in as a newcomer for the very first time. Enjoy today's conversation. So, Melanie, we brought you on. We heard about what you were up to, and we thought it was really cool. Now, last on last week's podcast, we talked a little bit about what it's like to, to be a person going into a church. You have a particular uh, level of experience in this category. So, you're the founder and president of Faith Perceptions. Yeah. What exactly does Faith Perceptions do? Faith Perceptions is a consulting firm for churches and faith-based organizations. And our flagship program, probably what we're most well-known for, is our mystery guest program. And what that entails is when we work with a church, we find people who are not regularly attending church anywhere to go in as first-time guests, visit the church, and then share feedback, <laughs> oh um, unbiased, honest feedback um, about their experience. Crazy. It must take a lot of guts <laughs> to sign up for you to, to work with you guys. You know, that's so true. Um, and I remember one pastor said it perfectly. He just said, I know we're going to hear some things that aren't <laughs> easy to hear, but we're at the point where we just need to hear them. And that's really when, for the churches that we worked with, I mean, that is their posture is, mm-hmm. no, will it be easy? Maybe not. But I would say they don't just hear things that are hard to hear. They also hear things mm-hmm. that are great. We do work with a lot of churches that do the mystery guest program that they don't just learn about their blind spots. They're also hearing things about where they're doing a great job and making people feel welcome. What inspired you to start this up as a business? I mean, there's got to be something that happened. So I would boil it down to two things. One, we see people come I and mean, we see people not come back. And I think this is true for any church. When we know there's a percentage of people that come and they don't come back because of just where they're at in life, right? Mm-hmm. It's not because maybe they didn't feel unwelcome. Um, it's just sometimes people just reject the church and they reject the whole idea of a relationship with God. The other reason I think is that there are people that don't come back because they just feel plain out rejected by the church. And so my heart behind this, when we weren't seeing people coming back is it's one thing if they reject God, it's a whole another thing if they leave because they feel rejected by us. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's something that we can do about. Can you help me understand the name Faith Perceptions? This is about not just what people perceive in regards to the church itself, but the very people we're trying to reach are the people in the margins that are out there, mm-hmm. not connected anywhere and what they think of us plays a huge role in them even becoming a part of or learning more or taking next steps in the church. The two barriers that I've seen in all of the work I've done with the Catholic Church is that people are not coming back for very simple reasons. One, nobody talks to them and two, they have no idea what's going on. We can prevent that. We can make a difference in that. You know, we're not changing what we believe, um, but we can change the way we communicate it. Father James, is that sort of the the common barrier that you think is in existence for the Catholic Church? Well, I think we've got to acknowledge that for many people, the decision to actually show up at mm-hmm. any kind of church at all is, if, if, especially if it's not part of what, what you do, is, is absolutely enormous. It's huge. And to open mm-hmm. that door and to walk in, it's said that within the first minute of walking into the church, people have, in a sense, have made up their minds because it's that mm-hmm. first impression. Am I going to be welcomed? Is this, is this going to be scary? Is this a safe place? So hospitality and welcoming, even a smile, mm-hmm. can cover mm-hmm. a multitude of sins. Why is it so important that churches make welcoming a priority? If you go into any restaurant, any bookstore, or any business, and you walk in and you don't feel welcome, what's the likelihood of you returning to that? 
and how much more important is the work we're doing at the church. It's hugely important that people come in no matter where they're at in life. They should come in and always feel that they've come home. It's fundamentally a dimension of love. I mean, Jesus himself said, I was a stranger and you welcome well, me. Help me understand. What, what are some of the stories or experiences some of your uh, your secret shoppers? Is that what we call them? Is it a secret mystery, mystery churchgoers? What? They're mystery guests. So as far as some of the stories, one of the recent churches that we worked with asked us to um, help them. We sent over a three to four month period, 16 different first time wow. guests to their church. So the thing that they had in common, uh, the 16 guests, is that they were not regularly attending church anywhere. So they just weren't connected, period. So we sent them to different masses. And at the conclusion of that study, when I looked at it is of the 16 guests that came back, one of the questions we asked them is, would you come back again? You know, would you return and, and revisit this, this, this parish again? And their answer was no. All 16 said they wow. would not return. And when we asked them why, what were the reasons for not returning? The, the number one reason was they didn't feel welcome. You know, we presented the findings to the parish council and they were startled by it. And they just said, this is not okay. We have to change this. And they said, and this isn't just a hospitality problem. They said, this is a culture problem. Amen. We have to start there. That's got to be ground zero for us, that we've got to impact the culture, develop leadership, core value teams, creating these teams, but also impacting the culture. It's really easy for churches to cock their wallets and give to something, but not to develop relationships with people, which is the very thing that they're needing. The success for me in this is, yes, they're creating hospitality in their church and welcoming, which is awesome, but taking a deeper dive on how do we improve and impact and grow as a body, but also in how we reach other people. Um, so how do we connect and get closer and then reach other people in a more missional way versus the transactional way we've typically done it. They actually were brave enough to invite Melanie and her team in. Like they, 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 yeah. like they were, they were already like they had a mindset of, of wanting this to matter mm-hmm. and zero out of 16. Like I, I, I'm, I'm and, feeling the weight and, of and that. And that's why we use alpha as a tool to help change the culture. Because when you sit down with people uh, for 11 weeks in a row and have dinner, you become really good friends. You really get to know them and you literally fall in love with these perfect strangers and it changes everything. Father James, you often used to say, you know, because we have our alpha in the basement, our, our nave is upstairs. And you'd often say, I hope what you're doing downstairs transforms what you do upstairs. And so that culture of invitation, hospitality, and, and alpha is such a great interface with the unchurched. When somebody walks into a church and they do see a first-time guest for the first time and they're not sure how to approach them, so sometimes they overwhelm them or they get really awkward um, and say things like, are you here, you know, visit the clothing closet, Um, do you need something? But we also see where people walk in and they are welcomed in a way that, like you described with Alpha, I mean, uh, a good coffee and friendly conversation and it's comfortable, it's non-judgmental. We have to remember that there are actually people that have never stepped foot in a church for a wedding, a funeral, a, a service, any of that. I was just, we make that assumption everybody's had some sort of experiences, but the truth is there are st- plenty of people, especially that younger generation that has not been raised in the church. You can't assume that they've had that kind of exposure. So what we're wanting to do is is glean common themes. I don't want to know just what one person experienced. I send a dozen people to your church. What's the common themes out of that? What are the strengths? Where are the blind spots? Uh, one person only tells us whether they like 
liked it or didn't like it, but a dozen people going, you know, we're going to be able to see if the majority of people that visit feel friendly. And the reason we do it over a period of time is because I want to know what is it like at each of your masses from week to week over a period, not just on one Sunday. So that tells us things like, you know, was the 8 o'clock mass as welcoming as the 11 o'clock mass? Mm-hmm. Sometimes at a church, I'll tell you that, that that church I shared with you with the 16 people we sent, there were a handful of people that did feel somewhat welcome when they came. It happened at one service only, and it really was because of the culture of the people that went to that service. Mm-hmm. It was smaller. They were more relational and friendly and actually made at a point to, to reach out to people a little bit. And I do get to, to visit a number of churches, and I also I try to make an effort to to experience um, experience different uh, church communities, just so I can I can walk through the doors, feel that awkwardness, but also experience what works and what doesn't. But I have nowhere near the sample size that you and your organization has. So help me understand what are some of the things, what are some of the results that you're consistently seeing? Like some of the common themes about why people are willing to return to a church. The top three reasons that people will return. For that are ranking the highest are the friendliness of the church, faith beyond mass. Alphas can be a great starting point, but people eventually become more hungry for things beyond just what they're experiencing in alpha or mass. Mm-hmm. And when a church doesn't have any way to build community and to grow together in faith, that's they they look for that and desire that and go other places for that. And I'd love to 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 know what you know what the experience is for unchurched people walking through my door, the, the ones that might be inclined to connect with you. What would their experience be of dealing with you? And, and faith perceptions. If that's something that a church is interested in doing, um, I mean, basically it would be to have a discovery meeting and what they're looking for, what their goals are. And then we decide on a number of first-time guests that they want to have come. I mean, and, and it's kind of a fire and forget process. Once we decide on the number, we'll start sending mystery guests. And usually only the pastor um, or maybe a few key leaders know that we're doing this because uh, we want to help capture church as usual, mm-hmm. right? And we do not want everybody knowing. We just want who has to know to know. Yes, first impressions are important. Fair ministry, we like to call it our farewell hospitality. You know, people remember the first thing they experience and they remember the last thing they experience. And so how you connect with people is very, very important. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. And if you did, I would encourage you to like or share this podcast episode with friends and family. It's the only way for us to actually reach new audiences. And if what we're doing here helps you, we hope it'll be a blessing to others as well. Join us again next week for another Summer Short. 